0: Boys, yeah. Oh the boys are here. They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> Boysies get rarer. Get, rarer. get
1: rarer. Why is this happening to me? me.
0: We're not getting mackers, and you can blame my son.
1: <laughs>
0: get a few today, did you? It's great to
2: contractually be obliged to be here to with you. <laughs> Is anyone going to listen to this or what? No, I actually, don't know what <laughs> what happens in third grade. <laughs> you either get nude or get in the shower. We're throwing all
0: your cook gear in, bro. (laughs) No chance I'm gonna follow (laughs) you. 19th century, Pax Britannica.
1: Ah! World Cup. Winners Once again Good morning, good afternoon, good evening And good night to all the people That stayed up or woke up in the morning To be six time One day international champions You didn't play, you probably didn't even watch it But my god, you felt something And we put the question out there Pez We put the question, how are you feeling? What are you feeling? And here's how the people felt <sighs> <laughs>
2: <sighs>
1: Was I woke up? Is that six now? <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Just wake up. Come on, the boys.
1: <laughs> Sucker, a ding dong,
2: Australia, you fucking beauty. <laughs>
1: that was fucking easy.
2: <laughs> oh my god, what has happened to you boys? We got the fucking dog in us. The Aussies have got that fucking. Knockout cricket, dogginess That's a fucking legend, and
0: climate change is real. Six World Cups and all this all cool good stuff, but have you guys ever won an Asia Cup? Because we have eight of those. The West
1: Coast is going to be picking Harley Reid. I'm
0: off to just get me solar panels installed. <laughs> Captain, come!
2: What troubles me most is Matthew Hayden was right this whole time apparently we are just fucking champions and nothing else matters <laughs> fuck yeah up your yeah, big dos my condolences boys for the view count and the engagement <laughs> it's been a big couple
1: of years but uh, I guess it's time to get real jobs again <laughs> where do I um, submit refund requests for the shows coming up over summer Doty or Virat <laughs> fuck but how
0: good, how good that? Uh, I just want to say, how good was it to see Stoin and Zampa just skipping their handshakes and going straight for the medal? You know, Stoin didn't even play,
3: but what a fucking alpha. It's 8.42am on Monday, the 20th of November. I've had no sleep. I'm feeling rough. We love head.
2: This is beautiful. I feel it in my loins.
3: There is no passion, there is no desire, there is no love, there is no pride, just ego. Everybody apart from Kohli can live with their head held high. No, head held high, my head is on Pluto. Ah!
2: <laughs> Congratulations to you boys. Um, big chest out shit from the old bin lid. Didn't quite finish off a Diddy like Stokesy, but whatever, <laughs> not a big deal. Um, wasn't quite the 2019 World Cup, but uh, still on the list to do that in India. Yeah, fine. Uh, we could have done it, but we like, didn't fancy. We a bit tired from the Ashes, to be honest, mate. Um, just going to pop on the old uh, 2005 Ashes highlights to go to bed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> give me head, give me comments. 9, to Nine to 2 three. Fuck
2: off. <laughs> I think a lot of the Western world over the last few years has been opining as to what to do in the face of Indian dominance. You know, the, the sheer number of people, the amount of money invested in the Indian Premier League has really threatened our understanding of cricket. But all the talk was a bit of intent in the field, you know. tight <laughs> you your voice test and over the front foot. See you later. Six World Cups in a song.
3: Two 0 and you fucked it <laughs> up. Two nil and you fucked it up. <laughs>
0: Pipes, all things nice. It's
2: four
1: a.m., and I am fucking
2: Jack. <laughs>
1: 9-2, <laughs> fuck off, six World Cups and a song indeed. Uh, before we get into the show, dissecting the World Cup, I want to give a shout-out for our live shows. An update there. We're doing Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane and Fremantle. Adelaide, December 14 is now completely sold out, as is Melbourne on December 20 at the Forum. That is sold out. Sydney at the Enmore January 2nd. Tickets available for that, as is Brisbane at the Princess Theatre the following night, January 3. So tickets are available for Sydney and Brisbane, and that means also that Fremantle, the next night, January 4, is sold out. Adelaide, Melbourne, Fremantle, all sold out. Tickets only available now for Sydney and Brisbane on January 2 and January 3. Tickets on the internet at greycricketer.com forward slash live dash shows. You can just go to greycricketer.com and figure out how to use the internet from there with the live shows tab available. We are desperate for you to come along and see us. We are desperate. We're desperate. We're <laughs> desperate. <laughs> Quit. Uh these are uh, these will be the biggest shows we've ever done and we're so excited um and we've got some amazing venues uh, and uh, and we're so excited to see you guys uh, and see your faces there. Uh, but there are only tickets now available for Sydney and Brisbane, January 2, January 3. Tickets at greatcricketer.com And, Pezza, just a shout-out, uh, we are releasing our best ever merch collection this week. We haven't got the details for you right now, but you're going to have to stay tuned, I suppose, as much as you can stay tuned to anything these days, what with TikTok brain and all. Uh, but it is going to be our biggest and best ever uh, releasing of merch this week
0: you might find a few phrases that you've been enjoying i'm just speaking to you he goes looking you in the eye here yes. but uh, it I've, is, I've enjoyed some phrases it's, i think we've done it correctly it's a very very good collection there's going to be some information across the socials uh in the next couple of days the window will be short to get your merch, uh, it will be there ahead of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very excited to drop that because uh, a lot of people have been asking about merch with particular phrases on them. I think we're, we're delivering strong.
1: So there you are World Cup winners one week, merch being released, live shows, a brand new live show. If you've been to one before, come along again. It's not just like a sit down live podcast kind of conversation, it is a show. So well, it's please a World suit. Cup winners show it's now. It's a World Cup thing. winners the, show. Everything
0: TGC and Australian cricket Woo! does now will have the sheen of World Cup winners. Yes. Now, ahead of the World Cup, let's not that interested in the format No, I thought interested. it was on it's knees but I've always thought ODI cricket is the best format well it's
1: high skill you yeah, know bowlers can take five for this it, it it. and it's a
0: test of technique as well that's over a long right. period of time yeah. and
1: that's why the cream really rises to the top it takes one day yeah well it did for India support for this podcast comes from our dear patrons record numbers of Patreon at the moment patreon.com forward slash grey A hashtag ask TGC Fridays all the way through you can also get uh, yeah, all of our audio stuff on Spotify these days the specific fee for you can search TGC Patreon on spotify you can unlock the episodes there but you can sign up for five or ten dollars a month at patreon.com forward slash grade cricketer pezza uh, just checking notes here australia have won the world cup <coughs> <laughs> um and uh to start with this um well okay there's there over, over the course of the last few years we've been very fortunate to um to make some to make some great friends in India, and and we've had opportunities that um, that many others haven't, uh, even just been able to go to India a couple of times the last few years. And there is a genuine, genuine, deep, deep sadness in the country. And I was just uh, I pulled out one more speak pipe from uh, from one of our Indian fans here, and uh, I just want to uh, highlight their their troubles over the last decade. All right, guys. Yep.
0: Twenty
3: fourteen lost to Sri Lanka. Twenty fifteen lost to Australia. 2016, lost to West Indies. 2017, lost to Pakistan.
0: 2018, thank fuck there was no cricket. 2019, lost to New Zealand. 2020, thank fuck for COVID. 2021, (laughs) lost to New Zealand. 2021, again, didn't qualify. 2022, lost to England. 2023, lost to Australia.
3: Yep. I love cricket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Great sport. laughs> i love cricket great sport that's, indeed
1: that's australia twice in 2023 as well i could have said that uh, um so uh you know there's but they're, they're at the moment in india there, there'd be a deep deep level of mourning uh, over what has happened grief um and uh and uh just the feeling generally is that they've they've shit tipped themselves out of uh, winning their own world cup um, so, I mean, there, there is that and it's kind of, uh, uh, Shit, it's, if, it's, so <laughs> a I mean, it's, that almost feels like the headline, but I suppose, you know, it's probably, uh, more relevant to talk about Australia and how well they played perhaps, you know, but I just want to acknowledge the well, level of Well, this is, a, you grief. know, this is the thing, like from, you know, once again, you're trying to apply the grade cricket lenses,
0: very complicated mm. state of play. Like the, f- for me, the, what, the number one rule of playing grade cricket is that while you spend something that, you know, upwards of. What would the OECD Would call a part time job On the game mm. Say so, you know You play on Saturday You play on Sunday What are you looking at there About 16 hours Give or take You're training twice a week As well That's 4 hours Probably when you like to and fro so, so 16 plus 8 Or something like that So but 32 hours a week On cricket You know mm-hmm. when, when you add in Getting there etc Red Joe The amount of money you're down All that kind of stuff Before you even Shadow batting naked before In front you, of the mirror That's right before, before you even get into The into the mental labour Of the game right? Uh, and that can take place While you're asleep mm-hmm. uh, Dreaming you can't get your pads on on in time that's that kind right. of Al- although you provide that commitment to the game like you're yep. not allowed to show anybody that you actually like the thing that's exactly it and you're not allowed to talk about it outside of playing you don't even really follow it you don't follow international cricket yes. or anything like that it's a very difficult catch-22 kind of paradox like you yes. play so much that yeah. it will be a part-time job there's opportunity cost that goes with that as well not just at the time but into your life mm-hmm. as well time that you could be investing into your education and your career yes it costs you it's not uh, unreasonable to say it costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars that's when you add in therapy bills and yep. and cost relationships down the track yeah the
1: way, it, yeah, anyway, this has gone longer than I, ma- I meant to. In many ways, like this podcast is much like Fight Club. First rule: not allowed to talk about it. Exactly. You know? That's right. Thank, well summed up. And uh,
0: and yet you're not allowed to show any passion for the game. This is the problem right. I've got right. because I, I, I'm 38 yeah. and and I am I am like at a at a like a, a soul level. Yeah. Feeling like on cloud nine, whatever that is. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I I am yeah. fucking walking on air. Yeah. At t- the feeling of being. Um, in the country of a team that is world champion right and and on top of that mm. like the, the, the manner in which they did it, yeah, like fucking against the you know extraterrestrial power yeah. of India, an aligned nation state of supremacy mm. where cricket is the instrument right. uh, to demonstrate such mm-hmm. 10 and O. Unbeatable through any phase of the game, (laughs) and that the reaction that we've seen since, like the fucking the the Simon and Garfunkel sound of silence, right, is the sweetest tune. Yeah, it just is. And then (laughs) I haven't even started talking about England.
1: Just they were
0: tired. <laughs> like, yeah. like those circumstances we're not even this is this is better than a home world cup and our own pomp and ceremony yeah, and pageantry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is completely against the odds. I can see there are efforts now mm. to for, for people to kind of retrospectively say, well, the game was quite even and really dependent on the toss. No, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into the anatomy of this victory throughout this podcast. Like yep. if you're Aussie and you want it, fucking settle in mm. for the way this happened. Yeah. Uh, middle overs, I mean, it is it is among the, the greatest sporting feats in Australian history. 100%. And – that is why on this cast right now, yeah. I'm calling call it, call very, it, call for it. Call for very earnestly call for it. and solemnly Say it. for Cricket Australia and the government to announce imminently yeah. the ticker tape parades around the state. There needs to be a fucking ticker tape Dust parade. Dust off the fucking ticker tape parades ticker tape now. Parade. And not just because we want the novelty mm-hmm. of blokes in a car going around the streets. Yes. Okay? Though we do. But... Cricket Australia needs to think carefully about the fact that there will be punishment for this victory, possibly in the form of the complete decline and eradication of international cricket. Possibly. If Cricket Australia wants to invest yep. in the, um, uh, like, like the popularity of international cricket, of the idea that Australia as a nation knows how to win, it's somehow contained within our DNA, there is an unbroken lineage of winning irrespective of political position mm-hmm. and also politics between generations. Okay. Then there should be a ticker tape parade. So, the that, tape so parade. that the nation understands and revels in yep. the supremacy of Australian wins. I'm sorry for international listeners about the sheer obnoxiousness of this. This is our right. But it is our right. This is our right. Dust off the cars, get some streamers involved, go yep. through OHNS and everything else you need to do in 2023, yep. and let us cheer on our
1: heroes in our various states. Put them in a couple of fucking Saabs if they're still making those, put them in the back Whatever of an MG, well, I'll tell you in a what, soft top. Put it down. Let them parade through George put Street. Him, put him put to- them in a Toyota Hilux. I saw that ad enough.
0: <laughs> get those two actors on. Get them back together because that's all I wanted throughout the World Cup. We can settle their I, divorce it funny, right now. It was funny. The line was delivered well, <laughs> obvious. That was good. But I don't like that they were divorced. <laughs> No, honestly, I really need them to get back together. So get them driving the car. Yeah. Get the boys out the back. Can you imagine the fucking ski goggle action that will be happening? It what would mean, be a couple of fucking Teslas. We've got the flattest summer of all time coming up. Yeah, put the boys in a Hilux yeah. and get them around the country. Ticket okay? tapes. Ticket tapes. Okay, okay seriously, get, we'll drive the car. We'll drive Let's say, the, the nation is crying out to fate their heroes. I may or may not have had a text from one of the players, I won't say who it is, <laughs> who said, I want to be back home to soak soak it up. These T20s are a fucking joke. <laughs> okay, the, the, the players want to be home. The nation <laughs> wants to fate them. Yep. We're trying to save international cricket. Cricket Australia and the government put them in a Hilux. This is not an ad for Hilux, by the way, but we are open to sponsorships.
1: <laughs> Be good
0: ad. <laughs> they can get back together. They're all being ski goggles. Yeah, and yeah.
1: See the bin lid with fucking nineteen ninety three Steve War Oakleys, fucking doing some doing some exactly finger, f- finger pistols, yellow wiggles. Yeah, come yeah. on, come, come on, come on, get the wiggles involved it and is, the bin lid next to the wiggles. One of what? the greatest Sorry. wins of all time. Of all time, Peza. Offering marketing
0: stuff. You know, we already had the Bairstow jokes yeah. to get the summer going. Let's get the bin lid on stage
1: with the Wiggles at Fed Square. He's the yellow Wiggle now, honorary. Mm. Fuck me. See, this is what I'm talking about. This level of success, like this this style of win, this level of win, what they've achieved from where they were and the, and the opposition they were facing in the circumstances around it. And then, you know, I'm coupling that just culturally the lens of like, you know, that India, like the opposition, they're just not gonna laugh at what's happened because it's deep level mourning. Yeah. But I played third grade. Yes. And I'm sorry. It's really, really funny how they've lost. That that's just that's my culture, you know? My culture's fucking third grade. It's Benson's Lane. It's it's flies the size of cats. Cor- you know? Correct. It's sun damage, it's broken dreams, it's failed relationships, it's wasted Saturdays is what it is, Pezza Okay? That's not my problem. Is it my problem? Of course it is. Well,
0: it's a culture. But Australia <laughs> have
1: won one of the greatest matches of their entire life. I'm talking America's Cup shit, okay? Whatever that was. Whatever it was, I've just heard about it. My dad went. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we're into sailing in nineteen eighty three or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> for a week and a half. Yeah.
1: Much like they were into the women's soccer for a bit. Statues for them, finished fourth. Exactly. Yeah, man. I mean, what a year! What it? What a year! Like, can't believe I just said women's soccer. Sorry,
0: that was that was that was aggressive. That was aggressive. That was yeah, that, the that, rest, that, that, that bit was fun. too far. What a year! Like, th- this team this team behaves impeccably. I want to talk about that in a second yeah. and how they are distinct from those who came before. Bit on the nose, isn't it? <laughs> sure, did they, did they yeah. win hard enough? But, yeah, oh, we've, we've been very clear that behind closed doors is going to be it caught jester hats and, and G-strings and, and masks and tangerines and belts. You yes. know, we know that we, about we, the boys. That's what we know. Okay. We already know this. We know yeah. it. But they, I mean, <laughs> the the damage to oppositions through <laughs> the year <laughs> as well. You know, like the, <sighs> the internet ruins your brain from a tribal perspective. It's yeah, actually yeah, very yeah. bad for us and we need to get off it uh, <clears throat> and build a business around it. But- yeah. You know, what happened with Stow when it was out and the wind-up from the puce-faced oh, snob toffs. What a year it's been, Tessa, To win that game at Lord's and to come home with the Ashes. Oh, God damn and it. And to go over there, 130,000, 110,000, 80,000, 90,000, whatever the <laughs> fuck you want it to be. Fair few of them knocking about. <laughs> yeah. It's a big- 50,000. big old 10,000 okay? at the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you got, what more could we ask? I mean, this is, this is this is this is come the on. fucking Shangri La. This is as this good is as it gets. Modi giving the trophy to Cummins. Yeah. Daisy Cuttazine, very good. Curve your enthusiasm, music over the top. Mop, mop, mop. Oh. Yeah,
1: come Only on! I mean, I
0: don't know what else to
1: ask I'm for. Sorry, you think it amazing. Oh God, <laughs> damn it! I mean, I thought Steve War and Ricky Ponty gave us yeah. the best years. Warren McGrath, I thought the good times would never end, and then they ended a long period of time but this year 2023 has this been the funniest memeish year of all time maybe i i, I want to say i want to I
0: make a point on this uh you say that we haven't experienced success for a while now my observation is that following this world cup win for opposition fans hmm. uh who don't pay as much attention to our own lives because we're all inherently self-interested individuals yeah. uh look it up it's in philosophy uh-huh that this win has um, represented uh, like a continuation, an extension of an unbroken lineage of of Australian cricket winning. And mm-hmm. I also think a lot of people at home, you know, are, are couching Australia, this Australian team in that way as well. Like uh, this idea that the Australian team's forever, you know, five out of seven, last seven World Cups, etc., six overall, like inherently extraterrestrially, know how to win Mm -hmm. and that's a compliment to the team but like there is also something significantly distinct from this team than Australian great teams that have come Mm -hmm. before Uh, like their very foundations this team have been uh, stylistically like attitudinally laid in like carved in deliberate contrast to the greats that have come before like this team have been waiting for an exclamation mark on how good they are we've talked about the nearly team for so long mm-hmm. you know the amount of like um capital that like cummins and the team um risked by taking on jl and saying we are we refuse to build our team around the principles <laughs> of the teams that came before we're going to do it differently with that is not us mm-hmm. we can't do an impression of those that came before i think like you know is very sad, must be very satisfying mm-hmm. to them. Like th- this is a team built on, we've heard it before, calmness, humility, um, but almost like post-ego in the way that it conducts itself. Like it, it's in the, Im- this is a team in the image of Cummins and the man who refuses to take a curtain call, Andrew McDonald. Haven't heard a thing from the coach after winning the World Cup, right? Yeah. Does it? He just lets the players take all of the glory, right? <clears throat> yeah. That's post-ego shit. Like that is serious um Self-actualization, and it's the same for Cummins as well. Um, And and I think that a lot of people have struggled. Both home and opposition fans have like have found this team beguiling, in the sense that like, um, you know, like like Cummins's captaincy, for example, has been so routinely like uh, questioned. Um, You know, his methods, his utterances, like uh, frustrate people because he's a bowler or because of his political positions or because he doesn't look like the captain or behave in the way that we're used to Australian captains and teams behaving. Mm -hmm. Um, People have struggled this year to, like, use the trope of the ugly Aussies even though they've wanted to because there's nothing ugly about this team. They're they're almost built in opposition to that. Mm -hmm. Like, during the game... You know, as Matthew Hayden towered over Harsha Bogle on commentary, bellowing that he was going to own Harsha. And then call himself the big Doss. And Dos. then <laughs> that he was going to feel the wrath of the big DOS. Could that not have provided a greater contrast to the Aussie team who were like on the field diving for catches, working as a team, uh, no yeah. sledging, no carry on? Yeah. Now you have the big pink Akubra there <laughs> roaring, bellowing at this like sort of standing senior, over. senior <laughs> ornament to the game who is who is gently asking him to t- to cease yelling at him You know that is the contrast <sighs> You've gotta the wrath
3: of the big dogs <laughs> <ducks. laughs>
0: like Could you imagine any oh. of the like and you know <laughs> Dostoyevsky's gonna Dostoyevsky, you know? I felt it provided quite an interesting contrast. Yeah, yeah. And... Um this team's been waiting for their own moment to be like we're great too, and to uh, to emerge from the shadow. Yeah, a lot. So a lot of people are going to link them with the teams gone by now. Oh, this is an unbroken continuation of excellence uh, and greatness, and there is a compliment to that. But they're very, very different. Mm-hmm. This team, you know, they, they conduct themselves differently, that, and they needed to work so hard to get out of that shadow. Mm-hmm. Cummins, <clears throat> Cummins's leadership is central to all of that. Yeah, he now has the tactical acumen to go with the unquestionable um, people management skills he's got, he reminds me, and this is more of an Eastern State thing, but, like, he actually reminds me a lot of <clears throat> John Eels, uh, and and the excellence of that Wallabies team, no, you know, in 99-01, yeah. yeah. uh, a, a forward captain in the team under Rod McQueen, a smart guy who didn't take a curtain call either. It's probably the most proud I've been of an Australian team since that Wallabies team back mm. in the late 90s, mm. early 2000s. Mm. Uh, and I'm... I'm, I'm um, mm.
1: Vulnerably proud of them. I want to uh, take a second to acknowledge how wrong I was about everything. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll, I'll join in. So, uh, <clears throat> just highlighting some of the things that I couldn't believe that happened or, or was um, on the other side of the fence with in terms of a 50 50 call. So, they went into the World Cup. Not only just missing Ashton Agar through injury. Now, that that can happen. Obviously, I mean, even look at India. They've missed Hardik Pandya mid, mid-tournament. So, injuries do happen. But then not replacing him with another spinner, if one was available at all. I thought that was um, obscene. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Most aggressive, wow. most aggressive yeah. word, possible. Well, I didn't think it was obscene. The guy's making jokes. No, I won't go there. Yep. <clears throat> um I, I was saying for a long time that you're just not going to win shit with Manus and Smith in the same side. Um, I thought not picking Nathan Ellis in the, in the squad at least was a was a mistake. Um, I had Stoyness over uh, Manus Lubuskucki in both the semi and the final. I thought changing the, the wicketkeeper mid-tournament was a massive, massive risk. I just don't think a team that wins the World Cup is going to do that. Um, I thought they were underprepared. I thought they lobbed up. I thought they looked tired. I wasn't really sure how much they wanted it. Cummins was talking before about, yeah, he was still figuring out this format as a captain. Uh, I thought it was like, why are you even playing this, man? Yeah. and. Maybe some of these are partially true anyway, but maybe this all fits into um, – so I'm not you know, completely excusing myself. I've said I want to apologise, but I'm like, no, nah, but I was actually right. In um, the end, sort of. <laughs> yeah, no, but when you sort you of understand know. things like me. Yeah. Um, left a bit of wiggle room there just for the old opinion to <laughs> sort of just morph into being part of the winners. <laughs> so, but maybe this is like all part of like how incredible it is that they have managed to win it despite all of these things happening. But like but at the same time, fucking hell, I as it's turned out, I was wrong about so many things. And maybe it should be that I'm just an internet comedian, but um you think about all these things that have happened and they've won the World Cup by six wickets, basically in the final fucking walking it with seven overs left. Wow. Mm. I don't know what else to say about that, but like how many of those things were we were we talking about? Were we opining mm. thinking it's just not possible. Yeah, like and they've walked the final. Who knows, man? Like does it does it? Yeah, does all of that
0: mean that it reveals there was a greater truth all along that <laughs> Australia was the best team? No. Probably not. No. But, but did Australia absolutely take the cake in the final uh, physically, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually most likely? You know, Manus had mm. got on his side for the entire time, That's I think. That's true. Uh, yeah. And gold, golden balls must have done something good in a previous yeah, life. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, look, I agree. I, I, I think when Australia lost those first two games – I said, here comes the cliff of mm. Australian cricket. Mm-hmm. And once again, revealing that, you know, you are always in danger of being deeply sensationalist when you're in media. Oh, um, didn't you know what oh was going to happen? Why don't you just stay measured your entire life, be a vanilla little milk toast fuckwit,
1: uh, so <laughs> that you never make a mistake. <laughs> fucking all these milk toast. <laughs> He's
0: fucking milk toast. A milk,
1: M-I-L-Q-U-E Pens toast. So after they got not just lost, they got fucking smashed in the first two games after losing... Heavily in South Africa for the last three games, and then Sri Lanka in the third game, when none for 125 after 20 overs, a couple of drop catches already happened, and I was thinking, "Wow, this is going to be what England's tournament turned out to be." It was, it was that, it was that on a yeah. on a precipice. And just it goes felt- to show. It, I
0: mean, th- like, it's not it's not luck, but like they even asked Cummins. Uh, I mean, Cummins after the Sri Lanka game, was like, "No, I didn't think that we'd ever be out of it, of course." And they asked Cummins before the mm. final. He's like,
1: "Yeah, it crossed my mind." <laughs> like, uh, so it, 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 it was on. Yeah, well, uh, I saw. I saw Warner tweet just like uh, uh, something, yeah. something about being written off and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you got it? There? Warner said. Warner said. Who said I'm finished? I'm talking about himself, yeah. Oh, okay, Who's, I saw well, the one I'm talking about. He, he was talking about the team, and he's like, yeah. Who thought we'd be here? Yeah, we they, did. they love that shit, the yeah, team, they, don't they? they and Zamper's receipts. <laughs> receipts, yeah. How many <laughs> times we got tagged in that, <laughs> <laughs> but he just you set yourself he did, up. He'd obviously just written down <laughs> yeah. a piece of paper and then taken a photo. He didn't have any receipts. <laughs> I don't think he would mind me saying this, but um, replied to
0: one of his uh stories on Insta, and I just wrote receipts. And he and he wrote, Yeah, I'm about to do the song. Can you remember anyone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Like, fuck all of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Fuck all of them. I said us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, They said it would um, never happen. Uh, they wrote us off. That's awesome. Uh,
1: Mate, but it's yeah, funny. They won nine games in a row to win the World Cup. I mean, they were also – I mean, you even go back to the Afghanistan game when they were seven for 91 chasing 290. And then had they lost that game, as they were about to do before Glenn Maxwell does his thing, i.e. score 201 red – um, Cummins is a bit slow than their knees for me, but uh, but I also like energy companies. And I, su- I support them. Um, and Coffers. And Coffers. And I, Cricket I, Australia's Coffers. I like Cricket Australia's Coffers for mm. me. I've always been a Coffers guy. <laughs> I don't like any risk to Cricket Australia's coffers no. vis-a-vis sponsor dollars <laughs> from energy companies, and that's why yeah. I'm against Cummins. That's right, and I understand how those sort of things work as well, those sort of things. Anyway, <laughs> in that game against Afghanistan, uh, had they lost that game, that would mean they would have needed to win the game against Bangladesh because yeah. of uh, – so even in that position, they were still sort of like fighting for their way in the tournament. They obviously scored nearly 400 against New Zealand, nearly lost that game. They didn't, though. They won that game, Pezza. Yeah. They won that game. There's
0: all these things that nearly happened and didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, they, they didn't prepare for this World Cup like it was a. That's why an, it's so funny. An integrated, planned, aligned, yeah. long-term campaign like the way we do in Ashes, for mm. example. This was, without doubt, a nice to have. Yeah. This was get the band together and see what we can do. And There's that's part of our joy of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: still a couple, still, of, RSLs still so a couple I can, of ourselves. Do so a We can pay the rent. A couple of covers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get the eyeliner back on. One going round one more time. I don't know what band that is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I mean, for me, I've always,
0: you know, it's like what what what's your poison? You know, do you enjoy a, like a um, cacophony of noise and a home victory where everybody in the stadium is is as one with the team that's just one, and you can enjoy it as a community, or do you enjoy an away victory that just where you can see people's visceral pain in the stadium? Yeah, now, I got no gripe with. Uh, with you know, quote unquote, the Indian fan or fans. Like I think that uh, toxicity is bred across all societies in different ways. It's no different in India, other than that there's 1.4 billion of them. Yeah. So everything seems at a larger scale. You know, like there are messages knocking about that are completely heinous. They are there are there are death threats. There is um, revisionist history. There is complete uh, elimination of any responsibility Australia has for the victory. There's abuse. Uh, but there, for every one of them, I've received um, dozens from people who are saying congratulations and yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. are the better team. Uh, it's just that in India and, – and you can feel this in Australia with our relatively small population, probably, you know, proportionately represented in that stadium – uh, just the scale of the place. yeah, uh, And it makes the victory all the more satisfying because it feeds into, you know, just that basic David Goliath situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will be listening going, Australia doesn't get to claim the role of David in international mm. cricket. And even the team would say that, but, you know, against all <laughs> the forces at play, they were. I mean, even, you know, even English people were saying they're supporting Australia. Yeah. You know, that, that says something about the size of India, uh, the power of India, mm-hmm. and probably also that... People have seen that, like Cummins and his team, are, are quite decent blokes. Like the amount of English people i feel like I've heard over the last couple of weeks begrudgingly concede that they seem like a decent bunch of guys. Yeah, it's such a That's shame. Changed. Like that is the <coughs> biggest fuck you to England possible. Yeah, it's it's kill them with kindness stuff. It's actually psychopathic.
1: Yeah, need need a couple of fuckwits. Yeah, well they they do. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we're not perfect, but there is probably a couple knocking around. It. Nah, I think we actually are twenty six mm. million perfect people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That was the original name of the country. Um, but then the population went upside so to change Sorry.
0: it. Van Diemen's Land, 26 million perfect
1: people, <laughs> Terra <laughs> Australis, and then Australia. That was before Terra Nullius, of course. Um... So I say I, I it was more satisfying as well. Not, not necessarily more satisfying, just added to the satisfaction though rather was just like how long it took for the uh, ceremony to, to begin. That took an hour after the game. Uh, <laughs> there was what? a couple of the boys just, just brushing Jay Shah and Modi in their handshakes. Yeah, and, that then they, and, then they, and then they give the trophy to Cummins. The boys head off there, Boys mm. the boys head of the stadium, that being the uh, uh, standing in Prime Minister mm. and Modi. Uh, and uh, And then he's just sort of hanging around, just being like, so, I uh, yeah. guess I'll just hold this for a bit. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's right. uh, and there's
0: fireworks going off in the air. Yeah. Um, it was pretty, um, pretty hot camera work. I thought, yeah. like, clearly Modi was going to shake the players' hands. Yeah. Camera just stays on Cummins. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know this is very look, awkward. Look at this idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, man. It was. Um, I mean, look, we, we we had been. Look, I'm sorry to say this, uh, That's but all right, we had been sat. Yeah, you, you can tell how sorry I'm. <laughs> to say what I'm about to say we did say to the Indian fans if some of them are still listening like we did say you, you know you, like they failed to have the loss they had to have Yeah, we you know this. And, they, and then they just had it in the final
1: mm. a lot of yeah. people have been saying that we, that we had jinxed them because we've been butting them up saying you're going to win you're going to win and then you know I saw I saw this morning actually uh, on the news that um apparently every year before Thanksgiving they have they put two turkeys in the White House and they yeah. just like pray them round. Yeah. That's that's fucked up because they eat turkey. I mean, have, have we done the same thing with the Indian cricket populace with the fandom saying, like, you know, you're gonna win, come into our house, well welcome, congratulations, bam, we're gonna eat you. Is that is that exactly the same thing? Pretty much. Yep. I just call it a you know, an each way bet, really, you know. Couple you of say- teams in it, fifty-fifty chance. Australia wins, feels great. India wins, views up. Can we talk about the size of the fucking balls on the captain to bowl? Yep. You want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about it. We've, we've, we've spoken about that on our YouTube stuff and our Patreon gear as well, uh, where you can support us there if you want to. But um, uh, like the the level of that. I mean, that's that's another thing. Like we were we were saying before the game, as I think ninety nine percent of people were, um, except for Dos, to be fair except for Dos. He yeah. posted his own on his own, uh, on his own uh, Dos poster? posted on Instagram some footage that appeared to be from
0: before the game. Yeah. Saying that if Australia's brave, they'll they'll bowl first yeah. on this deck. He was explaining the conditions. He And try and
1: keep him down to sort of Yeah, sort he, said of, he said 240. 240.
0: Yeah, that's very good from Dos. He also captioned it by by uh yeah. explaining that he didn't um, get time to post he only it. posted it yeah. after yeah. the game when yeah. those things happened yeah. when he got the time. So <laughs> Uh, Just didn't post it at the time. Dostradamus. When I thought about Cummins' uh, bowling first there, he explained so many things in a really straightforward manner, which is always the hallmark of really bright leaders. And a liar. And a a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) But the hallmark of great leaders being access to great excellent clarity like when he speaks about it oh of course oh that makes sense oh yeah okay i can see that yeah but like i prefer to think of it as you know true like military tactical excellence of springing the surprise on the opposition because there was so much talk and i think validly about whatever (laughs) adjective you want to use let's call it tailoring the pitch to team india's advantage mark taylor and (laughs) um a decision being made at some point that that type of wicket was going to advantage the home team. Right. Um, now I just wonder if the decision to tailor it that way was predicated on a presumption that Australia would bat first if they won the toss mm. so that they were just going to take that. Um, and so, so that if Australia won the toss, if, if the unthinkable happened and Australia won the toss, that india would have an immediate advantage by being able to bowl their superior spinners first have first use of it uh and what they didn't count on was australia having the the lowest swinging testicles that of essentially touching that turf by bowling first because nobody suggested mm. it apart from dos after the fact yeah
1: so Cummins had to tape his ankles because his balls were slapping against them yeah that's right that's what we're talking that's about that's right here. Not sure what tape's got to, do, got to do with it, but um, you get the idea. Well, I've never had to do that. He was icing his ankles. That joke would have worked better. Oh well, mistakes we've all made a few. Um, let's talk about the bin lid, man. Um, let's talk about Travis yeah. Head, uh, who um, who lost his CA contract in twenty twenty one. I I hadn't yeah. I hadn't remembered that. I, I thought he was always uh. Contracted, uh, but obviously not the case. But then, uh, you know, obviously people have highlighted his performance in the um, World Test Championship final, 150 something against India there to be player of the match in that game. He in got the, in dropped first before cities. then,
0: though,
1: in he, India and bought a Gavaska trophy. That's as right. Well. That's right. Dropped yeah. from the side first test. Yes, that's right. And then he came back and opened the batting mm-hmm. uh, and then performed admirably. Um, he he just—he's uh, also been played the uh, play the series in the Ashes in the last home Ashes for Australia. Um, he. He's been excellent, he, he's been outstanding. I mean, that's that's before you get to the contributions with the ball. Uh, and then in the same game as the world cup final, taking one of the great world cup catches, <sighs> let alone world cup finals catches. I mean, it's a fucking screamer, yeah. it's 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 a hanger. Um, it must have been spinning as well, given that it was sort of skewed away to the offside well, of Rohit Sharma, spin,
0: spin bowler, and then <clears> slicing <throat> off the bat as well. Yeah. So, spin. You yeah. know, like squared. Yeah, yeah. spin Slicing squared.
1: away over his left shoulder, running back as it's as it's curving towards him. Context of the game, Rohit Sharma can easily be player of the match. You know, he he, he goes on at a, at a decent clip and scores. You know, eighty yeah. or, instead of forty-seven. Yeah, goes and scores hundred off uh, you know seventy-five balls or something. India probably win the game because Australia all of a sudden chasing two ninety. Um, uh, to be fair, Australia, Australia would chase five hundred um, as it turned out. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like the the contribution. That he has had to Australian cricket um, is uh, sensational, and um, just just that innings, it's fucking. I've I've watched all three hundreds scored by Australians in finals Ponting, Gilchrist, and then and then Head, and I reckon oh fuck Ponting in two thousand three was pretty good, but well, it was different. But like this, this is this is. I, I think I think it's better. Yeah, it is better No one's asking for my rankings, but I, I I think it I think it might be. Well, well just for the context of it all. Punter's red. Uh but um Yeah.
0: 140 knot of 121 balls, Ricky Ponting. Yeah. Uh you know, in what, South Africa, South Africa first Africa innings.
1: Against India. Against so, against that Indian attack. Yeah, Zahi um, Khan, Harbhajan. It's not these uh, guys. Shreysanth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not It's, not, it's not as good as- It's a little with, bit international twos for me.
0: Res- <laughs> don't tell them that. It's amazing <laughs> listening to people go, oh, we really fucked up in 03. It's like, you- You weren't even close. You know, just like a famous Australian cricketer I won't name in under 16s, you know, won the toss and said, use cunts can bat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, which, which, fa- which famous player no is same. playing a dollar one, a dollar oh one? About who that was? Very, 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 very squinty eyes. These guns can bat.
0: in in that <laughs> circumstance, very fashionable Oakleys at the time in that year. <laughs> you, I could tell you what dollar one. He wasn't looking him in the eye either. <laughs> it's under six days um, <laughs> so punner pun, 140 red yeah. of 120 balls 121 balls Travis said 137 mm. of 120 chasing to win a World Cup yeah. game in India yeah, a against sco- that game. A, yeah against that attack that's right where nobody else comes close to that score mm. uh I, I think it's fairly clear that this is a this is a, a Higher skilled innings. Ponting didn't need to put something like that together. He did what he needed to do. So mm-hmm. again, comparison thief of joy stuff. But yep. Uh, yep. but yeah, it, th- that's the level it's on. I mean, Travis Head has elevated himself to um, pure top tier superstar status in Australian and um, and what should be global cricket. Mm. The, the the world is his now. Yeah, uh, and it's very cool because he seems to be quite normal yeah a person He's just a knockabout guy from yeah. adelaide that you can just talk to yeah uh you know he was really humble in describing the catch that he took yeah i didn't think i was a chance either he, he
1: said something i think, like, I think he said he something said like Rohit Sharma was the unluckiest bloke in the, world, the, to the world come to me <laughs> <laughs> that would even feel worse you yeah, know, for, for Rohit. <laughs> yeah he's, he's done in the head hasn't
0: he uh so and and he's man of the match player of the match semi-final and final yeah. uh they they reserve him in the team he misses half he misses half the tournament i mean it's the 100 in the world mm. test championship final as well He's, you know, a couple of really good knocks in the
1: ashes. Given that he only started playing ODI, he started against the ODI side at this time last year mm. after the T20 World Cup, when, uh, Australia played against drunk England threes. Yes. Uh, cause they, they England played that series much in the same way that Australia's about to play this five T20 I series, uh, in India. And Travis said, came into the side there and he opened the batting. And he scored like one fifty, one sixty 160 at the MCG. I think it was, I don't know. I did not remember those games. I don't, I definitely didn't watch those games, but I, I heard about them online. Um, so that's that's how he sort of came into the white ball setup, and then all of a sudden he just became um, he just became the most important person in the in the white ball team. And then uh, I mean that's 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 one thing I think we did agree on. I think we did agree that 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 you should pick Travis Head given yeah. that time um, he had fractured his hand. Was it well, a
0: fracture, mate? It's still a huge I've been call. just Thinking about the enormity of his contribution to the side, mm-hmm. it wasn't until he came back into the side that they started fucking purring anyway. Like how, mm-hmm. like they beat South Africa, didn't they in that? Uh, in, they beat him in the T Twenty series, yeah, and then he—that's when, he, when he got injured, right? So no, I think he played the first ODI. They won that game. They like, won uh, uh, um, hit like eighty. Better get eight. But as soon as he was, as soon as he got injured, he might have won the Australia, second game. As soon as he got injured, Australia were getting relegated from the World Cup. Yeah, such was their form. That would And then the as Champions soon as he trophy. came back, yep. straight into the team after a broken fucking hand. Yes. Against New Zealand yeah. and pumps one of the fastest, most brutal hundreds you've I think ever seen. It might seen. have been the
1: fastest hundred for yeah. Australia World what Cup the at that fuck? point. Yeah. Uh, the thing is,
0: like, this is a thing <laughs> yeah. we have in Australia. We make, we make fun of this. Like, we're, we're yeah. always talking about how, like, we just give people outsized, disproportionate respect for being, like, big and having a rig. Mm-hmm. And the guy just looks anything but. Mm. You know, and I think so how good
1: he could be if he was the size of Dos.
0: I'm sure if you looked at his numbers over the last year or two, it's like it's God tier ponting stuff. Yeah, probably. And it's and so we're all like, oh no, this guy's really good, and yeah. it's like we I haven't accepted it. it yet. Yeah.
1: You know, that's because we're calling the bin lid, which probably isn't helping. i
0: not helping that his PR <laughs> is bin lid and he's not doing anything. <laughs> remember, that he started that. Yeah, he started <laughs> that. He's guy's on the bin lid. He's waving at people. Is the
1: yellow wiggle going? then <laughs> it's take like a fire front strike and strike. Then he took a photo of himself putting his finger in ice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when that's even better. And then he doesn't, in, doesn't and the, take himself too seriously yeah. either. And he just he you know, it it was predicted in the lead up to facing the might of India. The only thing standing in their way was heady. Yeah. <laughs> in know?
1: the in the game against South Africa, the semi-final when uh Australia obviously had a red hot start with the ball, they had um had South Africa four for shit. But then uh was it Miller and uh was it Clarkson? Mm. Was it Miller yeah, Miller in and the and semi Miller and uh Clarsen? Yeah, 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 it was Clarsen. Yeah, it puts some puts puts runs on, then set yeah. comes in, takes two and Bang. two, two and two, all of a sudden, <laughs> Suffrager's campaign's just about over. Yeah.
0: It's it's just incredible, really. Uh, For someone not massive, how does he do it, it?
1: That's right. I don't it, get what, it. What is
0: it? Is it a rig? Is it Can't be. <laughs> I mean, there are parts of rigs we haven't seen, so you know what I mean? We did hear about it, South Australian. Now- I just wanted to shout out the sound of silence in uh, Modi Stadium. Yeah, uh, like just remembering that, like no one's drinking a beer there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I know. D- I just, I just think it's an interesting, like sociological phenomenon. Like the that silence was so um, palpable. That's why I can sense the pain in the country. Yeah, like in Australia, if we were losing in that manner. Mm. People would at least be drinking. They'd be flogged. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not, no, And I'm not saying this pejoratively. Like, it, it just actually, add that the sobriety of it, mm. it actually increases the pain. Like, it is a great ad for beer.
1: Here's what I thought as well, is that, I mean, obviously, ODI cricket, um, it just goes for too long uh, for, for people's gen- oh, gen- God, gen- yeah. general Oh, God, yeah. I haven't experience seen a ball a of this of World, World game. Cup. Hell- <laughs> But I can't fight this feeling. Yeah. Um. Just the ad from the yeah, highlights exactly. uh, for the Obvious. for the minis. Um. <laughs> uh, but like when I was looking at the people in the stadium, there, everyone packed in, right? And then they're just sitting in the sun, like like no one leaves their seats. I mean, we noticed this for the first time when the, for the World Cup here, India, Pakistan. One of the great, well, no, probably no, not probably the greatest sport experience I've ever been to in my entire life. Um. And how no one was in the bar; like everyone was sitting in their seats and actually watching the sport that they had paid ticket to come and see. Novel idea. Don't really get it myself. I don't mm. really trust it. But uh, but that was what they did. And I'm looking at um <clears throat> Modi Stadium there in Underbad, and uh, and they're just sitting in the sun for like eight hours, just completely absorbed by the cricket. Michael Vaughan did an interesting tweet. He was like, "Does any does any country love a sport like India like cricket?" And I I don't can't I, be. I mean, Argentina no. and football maybe, Brazil football maybe, mm. maybe that. But um, but. That how deeply it is felt there and like just to be sitting in the sun there for eight hours just watching this breathing every single ball (laughs) intense how deep is your love? Yeah, man. And then after
0: the game. um, Yeah, couldn't couldn't get an interview with an Indian
1: player uh, for love nor money apart from uh, the obligatory captain's interviews. Don't know what it is. You only talk when you win. You know, to be fair, uh, I've seen a lot of people say this, but Rahul Dravid, any time in India win, he never, he never yep. faces the media. But apparently, well, he, no, he did do the press comments when they have lost. So, um, you know, fair fucks to him. Fair fucks that he well, he, that faced I mean, the, he faced the press. Such a crass term, isn't it? Fair fucks, mate. mate fair fucks to you. <laughs> oh, cheers. <laughs> I'll take anything at the moment. It's been six months. Uh.
0: Yeah, looking forward to talking to Alex Malcolm uh, go, going into the kind of X's and O's of the win, you know, the anatomy of the victory mm-hmm. on the night. Uh, and we may have one or two other interviews as well. if we shouted them out? Yeah. No, but people can see it in the, mm. the title. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll know. They'll know, won't they? If well, t- I just want to say, if, if you missed it first time, ticker tape parade. Get it going, or at least at the very least, if it's not ticker tape, whatever that means, Hmm. I equate it with, like, Alan Border on the back of some um, 1991 sports car with streamers being thrown at him. Or bog roll. (laughs) (laughs) Just let us throw some toilet paper at the players. For goodness sakes. Come on, grow up. Must, let us do it. Must deliver. Uh at least, you know, rele- release them uh, at Fed Square and the yeah. Opera House or wherever the fuck it let, is, you know? Let
1: people get around them. Yeah.
0: And then they, they want turn to get yeah. around us. Yeah. Bring them bring the boys home. Bring the boys Freeze home from the T twenty. Fuck the T twenty off. Fuck it off. Bring the boys home and let us get around them now, while the going is good. If you're not careful, the AFL is going to start winning this media cover, this this yeah. uh, the, the the media um sentiment mm. again with their question over whether it should be called opening round or round one or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, well there's a little window here before some fucking Harley Reid shit comes in yep. or something. Good player, you know. Jack White just started at the rabbits. The <laughs> rabbits. The rabbit,
1: you know what I mean. There, there's all sorts of things these other codes can do. Yeah, to start taking over the. Uh, at the same time, with the T20 World Cup six months away, if the boys are underprepared, I'm going to be upset. Oh, and of it, course, I need to play as much T20 cricket as possible in the lead up to that. Okay, I wonder if Travis Head can force his way into that side. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Smith opens the batting for them at the moment. <sighs> We're going to get into that series in a second. Uh, should we are go? We? Should we go? And I uh, oh, just, I just got, I just got some notes here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, should we go and speak to um, our guests? Yeah, uh, that we haven't decided just yet. But um, but these interviews are brought to you by winning the inner oh, battle, Oh,
0: indeed. <laughs> and fuck, <laughs> didn't we ever? Didn't
1: water look good? Ah, oh. like doesn't doesn't having Ricky Ponting there, Matthew Hayden, Aaron Finch, and Shane Watson mm. wearing their uh, you know ICC uniforms uh, issued, uniform, issued yeah. uniform. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, doesn't that make you feel? All sorts of safe, yeah. Just, just, just the names around a World Cup, you know. Yeah, most like of that, them. I feel like when the play- <laughs> I feel like when the players are there, like opposition players, and they see the greats commentating, they're thinking, "Oh yeah, lineage, mm. lineage, mm. lineage, and length." <laughs> ShaneWatson.au is where you can get winning the inner battle. <laughs> You can get it. You can get it on ebook, audio book, or paperback. Now, if you were going to get it, red, silverback.
0: <laughs> you can get hey, Winnie, Lee
1: winning in the inner in in battle on silverback.
0: Uh. <gasps> Oh, there's a text I don't need to read now. Um, we, yeah, that's
1: right. Now, what does people?
0: Are, are you releasing this in silverback because you should? <laughs> now, I don't mean it in an animal cruelty way. It doesn't more metaphorically right. because it should be released in silverback after what we've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I know the the book has been um, helpful to people within the Aussie team, uh, yep. and it's gaining. Here we go. What have we What have we got here? So, who's saying this? Sorry, I actually have a piece. Um, How's the piece uh, uh, on it? Well, uh, thankfully, uh, I've still got one. But um, Rattan Ravindra yep. actually credited winning the inner battle with assisting him in his psychological right? preparation for this World Cup. Yeah. And he knocked out in the um, He uses uh, – it was just in a <laughs> – So harsh. <laughs> Unnecessary as well. His name sounds familiar. Now uh, – Sports. He used a sports psychologist uh, consistently. His go-to books are The Mumba Mentality by Kobe Bryant and Winning the Inner Battle by Shane Watson. Uh, so, again, it's working
1: with guys at the very top level. What a breakout uh, he had. ShaneWatson.au to get Winning the Inner Battle, bringing the best version of you to cricket on paperback, audiobook, ebook, and paper and uh, silverback. God damn it. Can't talk anymore. All right. Uh, right now, well, at the moment, we think we've got Nathan Lyon and Alex Malcolm, so let's find out what happens right now.
0: So lucky to be joined by one of Australia's greatest ever cricketers, uh, Nathan Lyon. Gaz, welcome back to The Great Cricketer.
3: Thanks for having us, lads.
0: Uh, We're trying to hit this World Cup win from every single angle, you know, so Aussies in particular can just sit there and drink it in. Tell us, GOAT, you know, where were you when it happened? How did you take it in? Are you like
3: Peter Siddle and just wake up to the scores in the morning or are you riding every ball? No, nah, well, obviously I'm in Perth at the moment, so um, I was, the time zone's actually quite quite good here. Start at four thirty, so straight <coughs> straight down to the pub with a couple of a couple of mates. Then <coughs> then I watched it. Uh, <coughs> fuck my throat's gone in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm emotional as well. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a very yeah. emotional getting, win. Getting yeah, getting but up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let, let's start that again. Um, so yeah. Obviously in Perth, uh, so straight down the pub at four thirty. Good time zone to watch it, and ended up just watching it in bed, which was um, yeah, pretty amazing.
1: I started getting choked up when Camo decided to bowl gas, so I know exactly how you feel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can you can you tell us about uh, the correspondence that you've had with with your mates? I know your great mates with Starkey, for instance. Uh, it would have mean would have meant the world to him to to, to win a second ODI title.
3: Yeah, bloody oath. I, I, haven't had too much uh, communication with the lads. I think they're on a celebration for a few days, and so they should be. But uh, um, what I have had, they're, they're all pretty stoked, and I know Starkey's trying to chase down Alyssa and how many World Cups compared to him. <laughs> but but uh, he's got a lot to do. But to go over there and win that over there, and with the squad that they took, was yeah, pretty pretty fantastic. To be honest, Gaz.
0: Hugo's just mentioned the toss there before. So many of us just can't believe that Australia decided to bowl, that Cummins decided to bowl in that situation. Like, Did you know that he had those balls in him to take that decision when basically everybody else was saying, you know, you, you can't allow India with their, the guns that they have to bat first in front of that crowd?
3: Um, no, I didn't think so. I, I, I thought we, they would have won the toss and uh, batted, but uh, hats off to the Ronnie and uh, the team there with coming up with the plan. Um, obviously, Pat would have had a fair few guys in, the, in his ear trying to suggest what to do. Um, I know you're asking the spinner if I would have batted first. Uh, 100% I would have batted first, but um, works out. looks like it's worked out the right way.
1: When, uh, when Ash Agar said he, uh, he pulled out, well, he, was, he, was, he just wasn't fit, I suppose, and then uh, I believe you spoke to, to Ronnie Mack, the coach, and said, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. Uh, did, uh, what did what did what did uh, Ronnie say to
3: you? Uh, I'm still waiting on a reply. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I sent a, I sent a message with uh, yeah when I saw Ash was no good and this was me still during rehab, uh, calf rehab, not mm. playing a game since. And I just said, look, I'm, I'll be right uh, with a laughing face. But um, yeah, still waiting a reply on that on that question. But uh, <laughs> I think all in all, I think they made the right decision. Yeah. yeah, so you're telling me there's a chance, um,
0: <laughs> guess like a, a lot of people in Australia, like lay people who who aren't professional sports people, would look at the um, achievement of the Aussie side against that, um, like the the entire tidal wave of the Indian nation. You know, with the the size of the stadium, the the eerie silence anytime the Aussies did something good. You know, the presence of a powerful prime minister, the suggestion of a tailored pitch, and you know think that is just that's just too much pressure you know the weight of that the weight of uh, the the expectation of India it just means Australia was going to be the bridesmaid at this wedding you know just a little party to the Indian kind of coronation like from a pro cricketer's perspective do you um, th- does that just mean nothing to you after you've played for such a long period of time? Do you, Are you honestly able to compartmentalise that and go, no, it's just another game of cricket, I'm going to get in my bubble and play? Or, or do you think the boys used that to their advantage in some way?
3: Oh, I think there's a bit of both. I think the guys have played that much cricket, especially in India, and in IPLs and test matches and one day in T20 games over there, like you get used to the big crowd and the noise and all the circus that comes, comes with it all. But um, – at the end of the day, our job is to go out there and win games of cricket and and play our role. So I feel like the guys would have taken it all in, but at the end of the day, they would have known what their role was throughout the whole team. So, um, yeah, there is a fair amount of circus when it comes to it, <laughs> especially <laughs> over, over there, which is all part of it, and which is all pretty good, though.
1: Uh, the the final was obviously at Modi Stadium there in Ahmedabad, Gaz, where you played the fourth test match at the Board uh, border Gavaska. I mean, what was it like playing in front of 60,000 fans there that day?
3: 60,000, I reckon it would have been about six. Um, I think they actually played on the same wicket. Um, actually, but, um, <laughs> that, that test match wicket was pretty flat and looked like it would have just been about the right time to, to start staking start a bit of spin and a bit of up and down. So, um, yeah, 130,000 one game to 6,000 the other game is pretty, pretty similar.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> can, can you give us an insight? Like, I, I know you obviously weren't there at the, the final, but, like, When the Australian team wins a a major match, you know, like it's the Zenith type of victory, like what does that circuit look like? You know, like do you have any intel on um you know travis wearing a 2xu running cap and the like the dirtiest speed dealers you've ever seen <laughs> like what what joke is that what does what does mean when he's doing this you know like yeah. after he knocks over class and scores scores 100 in the final mm. like uh can you just take us into some of the the mm. principles behind the circuit or is, or is that just sacred uh, stuff that can't be repeated
3: No, I'm not not inside that um, group at the moment to understand what all the suggestions mean, but uh, knowing the Australian cricket team and when you win a big series like that, like the Ashes, in my eyes, you get 24 hours to 48 hours to do whatever you like and um, that's the way it should be, I think. Mm.
1: So are you saying that you're fit and ready to go for the 5T20 starting in about eight minutes time Uh, over there?
3: No nah, no I won't be going there
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys we're just we're just a couple of I mean obviously you know Pez and I play top level cricket as well yeah, as, as so we all did at sort of the Sydney competition yeah right? that's that's right but mm. uh, you know at, at our core we're just we're just fans of the team and this is this is our week you know just to breathe it all in and I guess what I'm asking is would the team and uh, include yourself in this be aware of like the moments that uh, that you've given the fans in Australia like obviously um, you know, winning the World Test Championship, a great Ashes series, which was so much fun from from both perspectives, I suppose. For, you know, obviously retaining it and also just you know all the moments involved and the memes and whatnot, and then winning this World Cup with like with the is is the team aware of like just the moments that you've given the fans in Australia?
3: Um, yeah, well, probably I, I wasn't aware of the enormity of it. Um, only when I'd come back from the Ashes. Pretty early, um, a lot, a lot earlier than what I hoped for. Yeah, uh, and to walk, uh, hobble around on my crutches uh, back what eighteen weeks ago. Now, to see the um, respect that the Australian cricket team has, but um, watching this World Cup as purely as a fan, it's been quite amazing to see the impact that uh, that the team's able to have on the on the Australian um, public, which is which is amazing. And no doubt they would have seen all the love and support that from um, from the whole whole Australia especially the other night. It was pretty pretty amazing.
0: Mm. Would you be in support of a ticker tape parade? Yeah, come on. Um,
3: yeah, the boys would love that. So I'm all for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you happy to drive one of the Hiluxes that we've been talking about?
3: No, I won't be there, but um – I reckon. They, I reckon they should. I reckon they probably should do one in every every state.
0: Yeah, I hell agree. yeah, I agree. Uh, just a question that is probably a fair one to you. A lot of people think that it was always going to be extremely difficult to knock over Virat Kohli. He's a legend of the game. The key to the Indian victory probably sat with him. But all you got to do is kind of bowl that sort of fourth channel, right? Like fourth stump channel, yeah. fifth stump channel, and just yeah. kind of tuck him just up a bit and get a better yeah, it? Yeah, just a here and that's all. That's all it takes. He looked at the wicket for a long time after he got out as well. <laughs> I felt.
3: Uh, yeah, look, I don't really know where to bowl to be right? um, <laughs> at
0: yeah, well, it looks like the BCCI uh, scrambled that uh, answer, guess. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is fair enough, probably saves your career. Um, anything else, he goes? Uh, thanks so much for joining us, Gaz. We know you're on uh, holiday in Perth at the moment with like a rare week off mm. of the, uh, the the cricket circus. So really appreciate you giving us the time and speaking to the Aussies as we, uh, as we bask in this one-day World Cup victory. We are going to see you through the summer. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty successful one for Australia, and uh, we'll catch up with you then, mate.
3: Too easy. Thanks, guys.
0: Always great to be uh, sat here with the king of cricket X's and O's uh, in Australia. I hope you don't mind me defining you that way. But, like, there are people listening to this show, Alex Malcolm from Crick Info, which is how I refer to you off air as well, <laughs> uh, who who just want to bask in this win. Oh, yeah. And so we're trying to hit it from as many angles as possible. This is a section where we just want to actually get into the X's and O's of the game itself, a little bit of the lead in, uh, you know, tactics, strategies, all that kind of gear before we get into an hour and a half on the Sheffield Shield uh, and, and the PM's <laughs> 11. Uh, but yeah. firstly, th-
2: firstly, thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I feel a big heavy burden on my shoulders as uh, <laughs> uh, to try and live up to that. Billing, but yeah, it was an amazing game of cricket. Mm, Sam Billings. Okay, so the (laughs) the anatomy of a victory.
0: Alex Malcolm. Um, let me start with. I want to start with uh, fielding, and this idea of like of energy in the ring, because because energy in the ring. Tell me if you think differently. To me, is is a throwback. Like, that's like 90s, early 2000s stuff. Australia's got a baseball coach. I feel like the game has moved on so much to the point where bigger bats have rendered grounds smaller. Grounds are smaller anyway. And it's been a very long time since I've seen a fucking ring do anything Mm. in ODI cricket because the ball just absolutely powers through. Australia offered – like, no team turns up, like, keen to field badly but somehow Australia turned something on in the semi-finals and then the finals where s- stuff started getting stopped david warner started being put into hot spots he hasn't fielded anywhere other than mid-off with his f- digits wrapped up for about 10 years uh, can you run us through how australia's fielding were able to make was able to make
2: such a difference yeah it's a really good point uh, and you're right in that the inner ring has been rendered completely irrelevant in in short form cricket for quite a long time, just purely because, as you say, the power of the bats and the power of the ball striking. You mm. compare it to you know the old Robolinda videos you oh, see yeah. of Punter from backward point or whatever. Guys are bunting balls and they're not even getting to mm-hmm. getting to the circle. Uh, yeah, fielding like coaches and players talk a lot about attitude. I actually think it's about physical. Movement and your ability to move and, and be healthy. I think the the Australian guys are in really good shape, um, fitness wise, athleticism wise. They're as good as anyone in the world, um, and they look after themselves really well. and And as a result, you know, guys are feeling good. They're up for it. And Warner and Marnus Labuschagne obviously felt like that was a way to get themselves into the game. Labuschagne, it's really interesting listening to him after the after the game, talking about the fact that he might have been dropped. He didn't know until 10 p.m. the night before if he Mm. was going to play. And he was literally sitting there thinking, how can I influence the game as a sub-fielder? And that is attitude. So that's old school Australia. That's what Australian cricket in some ways, its success has been built on is that that attitude and belief that you can influence the game when you are not batting and bowling and that as a pack you can hunt and make – key saves that are only going to save one or two runs here or there, but it's it's going to send a message back to the opposition, okay, I've got to hit this ball much harder to mm. beat that guy at cover point, to beat that guy at backward point. It it forces different risks, uh, and that changes the mindset of a batter, puts pressure on the opposition, and, and as a result, mistakes happen. I think the slower surface too probably helped yeah. in some ways, but, yeah, it was a, a masterful display of fielding from it, Australia.
0: It wasn't something you, you saw... India do necessarily, and when even when Travis Head saves that ball, the second ball of the day, is that right, on the boundary, so there's already a, a deliberate field position there. It it curtails the momentum of 120,000, 90,000, 80,000, 130,000, whatever it takes, your pick, whatever, you know, flicks your switch. Again, fielding was just able to um, sort of cease India's ability to get a roll on. Uh, yeah, I thought it was um, – I just, I can't remember the ring making a difference in cricket for like 15 years.
1: I just noticed they started to walk in with the bowler. And that's the other thing. <laughs> Come on, Australia, walking yeah, in with walking the bowler. Walking with the bowler, Australia. Let's take our catches. Mm. <clears throat> um, <laughs> 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 you mentioned uh, Manus before. Uh, Manus versus Marcus was the... Uh, big discussion point i'm going to use uh, Pezza's language which i think is a, is a great word for it and the ceiling and, and i and i think we were talking beforehand about australia having a higher ceiling playing their best their best game and that probably includes marcus stoinis and i've already said on this show that i have to apologize for all the things that i've got wrong uh, in my life it was actually quite a long list it's gonna be a long show but don't um, but but what where, where did you have that in that conversation between manus labu and marcus stoinis before the final specifically where, where, were, you, where were you sitting with that
2: Exactly where you sat in terms of if Australia thinks it's going to play its perfect game and and back end an inning's the way that it wants to and Mm. post 350-plus, then Stornis at seven is how you want to set it up. Even
1: even though he hasn't scored a 50 in four years and all those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, Because, as you say, the higher ceiling, the the more ability to clear the fence, um, all of those things. But... With the way the surface was going to present itself it, and you know the nature of India's new ball bowling, there was always going to be the threat that Australia's big three at the top who were doing so much damage could get taken out. Mm. And then you do need the two safety valves. And it turns out they needed both those safety valves. So it, it made sense in a lower scoring game. Manus had already scored a really important 70 on the same surface against England. Uh, so he'd proven himself in that regard uh, and obviously is the better player of spin out of the two between um, Labashane and Stornis and his fielding as well. And, and Stornis' bowling, the longer the tournament went, it was less required because Maxwell had been so good, yeah, mm. so bankable with his 10 overs and Head had obviously provided some really good bowling options as well. Mm. Even though India is so right-hand heavy and such a good team against off-spin, they still back their guys in um, and – so they landed that way. Um, full credit to the Australian selector. So I don't know if you guys are aware of it. It, it has been floating around. They literally did a, a due diligence trip to uh, Modi Stadium at like 8 or 9 or 10 p.m. the night before to check how much dew was going to come in mm. oh, and really? whether it was going to be a factor. And they didn't pick the team until after they'd made that trip Wow. to work out, okay, this is how we're going to do it um, and we will – Will play this way. So um, it was only after that that Levesque got the nod. So he didn't know till 10pm the night before.
0: Wow, wow. I ask about that and the 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 due coming in. Where, I mean, where did we? Where did people land on that? Did, I mean, did it come in deluxe or um, come in? <laughs> <laughs> it can't just come in. No, it? <laughs> um, the reason I ask is because like like whether whether nefariously legally through. ICC loopholes or otherwise, like if we accept the pitch was tailored to Team India's advantage um, with Team India's advantage in mind and didn't, it didn't just organically appear as Stuart Broad described as day four of a test match. <laughs> <laughs> Are we um, free to say that the tailoring of that particular pitch was a miscalculation from India um, or is it fairer to say that – because India would have made that based on their observations of their strengths, Australia's strengths, weaknesses, et cetera, cricket, etc., cetera. Uh, or is it fair, fairer to say
2: that India just underestimated the bin lid? <laughs> oh, I think the former. I think mm. they made an error. Uh, Roy Sharma said he would have batted first if he won the toss, right. mm. which blew me away. That was more of a surprise, actually, to me than, than Pat Cummins saying – they would bowl first. Now, I know a lot of people were shocked by the fact that Cummins decided to bowl, mm. runs on the runs on the board in a final, all that stuff. But I've got to give credit to my colleague, Sid Monger, who wrote a phenomenal tactics preview piece, and he basically predicted how the final would turn wow, out. Wow, that's awesome. And he he said um, explicitly, you know, runs on the board are now no longer anything other than a cliche, because the last three World Cup finals, the team batting first had not won. The last four T20... World Cup finals, the team batting second had won, and the last two IPL finals at that stadium, the team batting mm. second had won, and then three of the four games in the World Cup so far, up until the final, had been won by the team batting second. And clearly, at am out of Even if the dew didn't come in, the surface got a little bit quicker and a little bit easier, and you could see that. Balls weren't gripping. Jasper, apart from the one that... Got Steve Smith out. Jasper Bullman's slow didn't really grip or sit in the surface. Judaism no. only got a couple to, to rag mm. and actually hold. Um, so clearly it was a miscalculation. They 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 clearly got that wrong. That they didn't they didn't foresee that the surface would get quicker. They thought it was going to get slower, which was a bad misread on their part. And I I've got to say, I, I don't understand why. <laughs> You know, accusations aside, and all that. Why you'd even want a a slower surface like India's raw talent, yeah, and their lineup, man for man. Why you wouldn't just roll out a flatty yeah. and just go? Yeah, we'll be you on this. Yeah.
0: Well, there must be a reason yeah. for that, though, right? Because it was. I mean, okay, I, I know you you're far too professional to say this, but it's fairly clear that it's that it's tailored, and I'm just trying to get into the minds of the Indian. Um, You know, uh, powers that be around that. I mean, is it that they go, look, if we, um, if we for some reason have to bowl first, then at least we're giving Jadasia and Cool Deep something to work with? I I just don't like, I'm just trying to get my, 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 because I agree with you. If you just have a pristine white wicket. I don't know how Australia goes with India in the form that they're in. You just take so many things out of the game and just let the stars shine. And you also bring the crowd into it as well with the flurry of boundaries and sixes Mm. that would be inevitable. Uh, Just it's it's difficult to see. I, I can only guess that they did not expect Cummins to have the balls to bowl first basically.
2: Oh, I think it's more—it's the dual threats on both sides, right? So it's to nullify the big three quicks because yeah. everybody in the world knew that the game was on their shoulders. If they can blow away Australia's top, uh, if uh, India's top order—if that's Stark, Cummins, mm-hmm. and Hazelwood, then they're into the game. And on the flip side of that, if Jadeja and and Kuldeep have big days. Mm. Uh, then Australia's middle order are absolutely no chance mm. of posting anything competitive or chasing anything competitive. So I think that's the reasoning. But in, in, in a funny way, they've – A, by uh, batting first, they've kind of nullified their two spinners. But B, the slower and more grippy the surface, the more Australia's taller bowlers can actually bash the wicket and be harder to hit square – Whereas India's guys are much shorter, they bowl much fuller length. Mm. They rely on swing and sideways movement to create damage. Apart from Boombra, Shami and, and Siraj aren't big slow ball bouncer guys. It's not yeah. a huge part of their armory. They have they have it in there, but they're not as damaging as as Cummins from six foot three mm. or six foot four. And, and they Hazel took Suraj out was. of the game yeah. exactly, yeah. Uh, and the ball just slid on. So yeah, it, it it's a baffling thing that they've done, and I, I yeah. It is what it is. Fuck a sucker ding dong.
1: <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, just thinking about like where this sits in terms of Australia's performance because so much of it is um, India were the best team and they and they they still are the best team. They played the final today. India would be favourites, and a lot of people wow. have been sort of sort of upset almost that uh, you would have send the team of the tournament. There was six Indians in it, and it's like. Uh, they they probably were the, six of the best players in the World Cup, you know. So so like when is it? And then the thing about the final, Australia forty seven for three was it? You know, and that point, like rocking. Australia were rocking, you know, and and they've won the game by six wickets in the end, and, and in a cakewalk, not just a walk, a cakewalk. Mm. So so where, where do you think it where do you think it sits in terms of Australian cricket wins? Maybe even in your lifetime,
2: oh, it's the best. I, it. I don't I don't I don't think people in Australia truly appreciate what they've achieved yeah. on Sunday night. I went and got my coffee on Monday morning, oh, and I, says, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got my coffee. I went and got my cock out and sort <laughs> <started> of walking walking <laughs> on the street and yeah, waving no. that around, you know. <laughs> yeah. then, I got, then I got a coffee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry no, mate. no, that's all right. You just uh, you do your thing. Honestly, went to the coffee shop and no one, you know, it wasn't wasn't any genuine excitement. I couldn't hear anyone talking about the cricket. Nah. Uh the cafe manager who is a cricket fan just said to me yeah good win mate and yeah, was yeah, it. yeah 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 you know, who's who's gonna get taken number one in the draft tonight like that, <laughs> that's kind of yeah it, in in my lifetime best by mile I think objectively it, it's the best world cup win Australia's had of the six just Mm. The sheer challenge of that. I know they've won a world. Australia's won a world cup in India previously, but it was nineteen eighty seven. Mm. It was a different time. They played against England. They yeah. didn't even have to play. Oh, they they played the host nation and beat them. But um, yeah, the the challenge of beating that team there in that moment on that stage at that time, the way that team has been playing, mm. it, it's a monumental achievement and. I think it, it ranks among the great achievements in Australian
1: sport, not mm, just Australia. really can, can I just, so, can, can I just couple that in with like what it means for this team in that they won the World Test Championship, they retained the Ashes. I think for both of those things, retaining the Ashes is like, look, retaining the Ashes is good. they were turning it up, you know, but, Whatever, it's, it's still good. World Test Championship. Uh, You're beating India in England. They're probably favourites anyway. So I think the, for the year and this team, people were like, yeah, "It's it's still it's still good." But then this win almost elevates those other things as well. Like, look what they've done this year. Then then we're talking about they took a game off India in a Test match, which which to be fair, these things are good still. But do you know what I mean? It elevates the entire year. We're we're now talking about solidifying the bowlers into their greats, you know, in in the in their legacy themselves, Cummins, like, genius captain, look what he's done. Like, it's this one win has elevated all the others as well. I think so.
2: Uh, I think even hardcore cricket fans are starting to realise that. I had a couple of text messages last night just going, Geez, these guys have won a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, welcome. It, they've, <laughs> they've, they've, they've literally won a World T20 in the UAE yeah. when they had no right to win it and no one expected them to win it they've won a World Test Championship and a World Cup within the space of two years. Mm. That is a lifetime of achievements for any other cricket team anywhere in the world. And half of the guys have already won a, an ODI World Cup. If you think about the mm. way that the the rest of the world looks at other teams and other great players that have achieved things, like Donny being the 2011 yep. World Cup winning captain, Owen Morgan 2019, those guys are gods yeah. in their communities or in their countries for what they've achieved as one-off events. This team's won four world titles, the core of it. have won four world titles in the space of eight years. Yeah. That is a remarkable achievement. And three of those have come away from home and two of those white ball titles have been won in conditions that are just vastly different to what you would get at home and conditions that no one believes they should be ultra-competitive in. Mm. It's a, it's an incredible achievement for a group that has basically stayed together for most of that time. Uh, yeah, they, they deserve so much credit for that. Oh, I'm about to run through a fucking brick wall here. Hey, me
0: too. Just, <laughs> just, just, just to couch that, this is from, this is from Patrick Matheson on uh, Patreon. He says, boys, if you want to get technical, England won the 2020 T20 World Cup due to COVID, mm. got delayed. Mm. We won the 2021 T20 World Cup. So we hold the latest World Test Championship,
2: <laughs> ODI World Cup, T
0: twenty World Cup, plus women's ODI World Cup, yeah. T20 World Cup, and Con Games. In layman's terms, suckerfucker ding-dong. <laughs> do you think the team Do you think the team might suffer? Do you think people's um uh let's call it like it's it's not so much uh, entitlement or desensitization to success might suffer due to the success of their forebears. We were talking earlier on the show that, like, a lot of people are um, regarding or observing this Australian victory as a mere continuation of Australia's success across all of cricket. But the fact is there's been a massive gap between Australia's great teams and then having a team now that is able to start succeeding again. I mean, really, from 2006, and six seven through to Cummins taking over the side. Australia have only fleetingly been at the top of world cricket across any format. Okay, mm. 2015 World Cup aside, uh, to, to be fair, that's no small thing either. But really, it's not until, not been until now, that the mm. team has started winning consecutive things in different formats. And I think it's worth pointing out that they're a very, very different team. This is a um, re energization of Australian cricket rather than any kind of continuation.
2: Yeah, that's that's right. There's only a couple of guys who who played with Ponting, and that was at the very start when mm. Rick was at the very end. Mm. Um, you yeah, know, there was a period there. Australia were very uncompetitive in in World Cups and and World events. 2011, they they yeah, got nothing. smacked in a quarterfinal in India. Mm. Uh, 13, they got they were horrible in that Champions Trophy. 2014 and 2016, mm. they sent two of the worst T20 teams. Yeah, there's all, all sorts of T20 tournaments yeah. taking yeah. place, yeah. and yeah. I had. Didn't even know existed Correct They were very very poor During all that time and, and so this The core of this group Has been Together Basically since 2015 uh, And there's been some blips Along the way of course But um, You know to, I think The attack It's been built around the attack mm. You know Those three guys To be The three quicks To play across all three forms And mm. be the core of those titles Across all three forms Is remarkable Then you've got Two great spinners in two in the in the white ball and the red ball. So you got the second best Test spinner Australia's produced in the red ball, holding down that spot in Nathan Lyon, and then Adam Zampa. Whoa. he he's truly underappreciated for what he's done in both the T Twenty World Cup title in the UAE, where I thought he was player of the tournament. He probably yeah. should have been. Oh, Warner said that too. Yeah. yeah, and and here in this one, he, he's he's held them together. Yeah, he 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 was absolutely phenomenal first bowler in history to take three wickets in five consecutive games at a world cup just did it under pressure time and again coming in sick and injured and and being the lone spinner in a in an indian world cup a remarkable achievement so you can once you've got the pillar of that attack and you, you think about the tropes of you know, attacks win trophies at domestic level or international level. That's, that's the foundation. And then the batting group has, has got the two pillars, the opener and, and the number three, four and Steve Smith in what, Wa- and Warner's been phenomenal across all forms as well. But then they've just been able to add in pieces where they've needed to heads become a match winner across all three forms. Um, Manus has found a way to be an important cog across various forms. Glenn Maxwell has been unbelievable. Mitch Marsh has been unbelievable. Stornis played his part in the World T Twenty title a couple of years ago. They've, they've just they found a way. It's 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 incredible. Um,
0: X's and O's stuff, middle overs in this game, like mm. the the contrast between both teams. So like pre-game, there is literally nothing statistical. Or psychological to suggest Australia could match India in this phase of the game, like, and then both of them entered the middle overs phases three wickets down. Um, before the game, if you just ask anybody, you, there's no doubt people are going to be backing Virat Kohli, KL Rahul to manage the middle overs matchups to our pace and our spin over the top of Travis Head and Manus Labuschagne taking on India's attack and India's spinners, um, do you think like the deck completely bridged that gap? Um, do you think that there's valid cricketing criticism for the way Virat and K.O. Rahul took on those middle overs? Because I know there's a lot of people saying that they could have been braver. Strikes me as something very easy to say in retrospect. Um, was Jadeja and Kool Deep Unders... Was it all of the above? Was it a, just an um, unexpected middle overs masterclass from the bin lid? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I, I do think the surface and the conditions certainly helped. Yeah, they definitely hindered India, and they they certainly helped Australia. I think Cummins's performance in those middle overs, both yeah, with the yeah. particularly with the yeah. ball, I thought he stood up so massively. So. So well, as uh, he always does yeah. when needed, right? And I think the slower the surface, actually, in white ball cricket, the better he bowls. Mm. Just because he that's off speed, slow ball cutter. He's uh-huh. bowled more of those than any other bowler in the tournament. Uh. Uh, and he his trajectory. You talk to guys who face him in white ball cricket; they they talk about facing him in Hazelwood. I've spoken to a couple of people about this, and on a really true surface, a true Indian IPL surface in your Premier League surface where you know it skids on nicely under lights because of Cummins's trajectory his actual the lengths that he hits he's a bit shorter than Hazelwood and it just sits up and guys can get under him and, and hit him wherever they like they can just pick up length yeah. and his slow ball does not grip in the surface at all whereas Hazelwood actually what what's been described to me is sort of penetrating through the surface he, he can just hit the top of the stumps from a difficult length to drive and you can't hit him off that length and that makes him harder but mm. the slower the surface because of Pat's trajectory it just guys cannot hit that ball just coming off at different speeds and he just hit the wicket so hard he looked up for it from from ball one he was running in with so much more energy than we'd seen at other times during the tournament with the exception actually of that spelly ball which kind of turned their fate against Sri Lanka and then he just managed the the bowling changes really well and was able to get through four overs of Marsh and Head, Mm. which were really important. It took a bit of pressure off Maxwell, who probably didn't have his greatest day with the ball, Mm. and India were able to target him a little bit. Um, Yeah, they they managed that area really well. I think Kale Rahul probably could have rotated a little bit better. I I don't know about the – it was hard for them to find boundaries, but he potentially could have rotated a little bit better and and struck maybe at 80 rather than 60. There's another – 10 15 20 runs that means australia's chasing 260 270 as opposed to 240 that that you're really nitpicking there uh and then and then the surface at night it i mean travis Head just played amazingly well and he hit more boundaries himself than india did in total yeah he was able to keep finding the boundary i think they got a little bit full their their paces to him and then uh, you know, He kind of took out cool deep Which was really important um, As a sort of left arm wrist spinner For a left hander It's a little bit harder for them to bowl As opposed to bowling to the right handed mantis Because as soon as they get a bit straighter You know it's the, the stock ball rather than the wrong one, And he can slog sweep him And he did so really well uh, So I think it's a combination of all those things And, and that's why it worked out how it did mm. So they tailored their own deck And they didn't know how to use it
0: Yeah
1: <laughs> You said all words, words, not mine. <laughs> 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 um, what did you make of uh, the treat the treatment, inverted commas, or the usage, perhaps a better term, of Siraj, who his first three overs went for 16 and then he didn't come on again until the 36th over where he basically had to bowl because he had seven overs left and then you have to come in with 14 overs left to complete your spell. Um, and they opened the bowling with Shami instead of him, um, who, to be fair, looked very dangerous in the first couple of overs. He got one wicket with a... Half-tracker, didn't he? But, uh, but apart from that, nothing nothing really doing. Ben, they seem to be basically a bowler down, despite him being fit.
2: Yeah, oh, I suspect they would have had conversation. Oh, I I don't know this for a fact, but I'd be shocked if they didn't talk about Ashwin and V Siraj at the yeah. selection table in the lead-up. Yeah. Right, and, right. and so, because they know Australia are going to match up pretty well to Siraj. And Shami was the obvious with the new ball to Australia's left hand, as he's got such a good record coming around okay. the wicket. Right. Okay. Uh, and, and so that was... That Was really the reason.
1: Yes, I mean, he didn't Sham- open
2: the bowling at any point in the World Cup,
1: mm, like yeah. Shami. Yeah, they just completely threw up.
0: that out the window, yeah. then made Siraj bowl grunt overs from 16 mm. overs yeah. onwards on a slow deck that mm. they tailored in. It's pretty like if you go Siraj versus Ashwin in that situation, why do not you just bring Ashwin
2: on the middle
1: overs and he can do bats. something with the bat? Yeah,
2: oh, I think if Hardick was playing, Ashwin yeah. would have played.
1: Yeah. Oh interesting Okay yeah. yeah
2: But if you think back to Chennai The oh, first, first game first of the game. tournament yeah. Slow surface They had Ashwin pegged From a mile out For that one And yeah. he played And he played a big role mm. And and this surface Was basically very, Supposed to be Very similar to Chennai okay. uh, And I, I just think they, they They maybe got to the crunch And thought No we've got to reward The guy that's played The whole tournament And yeah. we can't pull Ashwin Off the bench For a one off mm. uh, And And unfortunately Didn't work out for him And, and they were for, You know Rohit cham was forced into a situation where he had to take wickets up front. Mm. 240 was never enough if it was ever going to quicken up. And then having not quite done enough damage, uh, that they had a bit of bad luck. I mean, Shemi could have had head out a number yeah. of times. Yeah. Um, having not quite done enough damage, they had to turn to spin for as long as they could. Mm. And that didn't work either. And so they were left with yeah. a situation where Siraj had to bowl.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: Hey, thanks for the X's and O's, Alex, Malcolm. Just, just, just three guys speaking in low tones mm. about the uh, ins and outs of the game. Uh, what about the circuit, though? How good are the
1: photos yeah, of the circuit?
0: Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. What Headies, about the, the receipts. Yeah. yeah,
2: the receipts. Yeah, I'm sure our name's are on a couple of
0: those. <laughs> 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 I told him to put them on. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Uh, the bin leads speed dealers. Two XU running <laughs> yeah, cap. Yeah, two XU is is, is is about as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. Yeah. Good
0: but for yeah. Him. A lot of Aussies listening to this, just hoping, uh, hopefully, just drinking it in. Just, yeah. just three blokes going. And wasn't this good when we oh, did this? Oh, it was a masterclass. And what about this thing that yeah. no one expected? Where in fact it was incredible. Yeah,
1: the selectors. I was like, yeah, yeah backroom and stuff. And India
0: backroom made a mistake yeah. there because they actually weren't aware of how good we are. <laughs> yeah, uh, and aren't we drinking in Australia? And what kind
1: of good are we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Is this the best thing anyone's ever seen, ever?
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right. There needs to be a mural somewhere in some major city in Australia of Travis Head with Speed Dealers on, 2XU hat, Doing the wiggles. 100%. And that needs to be somewhere yeah. prolific.
0: Just, It's probably a shout to um, people who are finding all this very nauseating and obnoxious, just as I would if another team won. Well, I wouldn't uh, be listening. We'll, I would we'll, not be listening. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not listening, so what's, what's the point? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll be back with us, you know, more sort, sort of balanced stuff you know, from next week. But you got, you, got, you, got to, you got to allow it. you got to allow it. Alex Malcolm, thanks so much for joining.
1: Thanks, guys. Thank you very much to our guests or guests or oh. thank you very much to me for throwing back to myself after that moment. Could be anything. Thank you very much to the silverback gorilla that we had in the, uh, in the studio. <laughs> you can get it in silverback. <laughs> mate, if there was a silverback in here, I'd, that would be one of the scariest things oh, mate, possible. Oh, mate. Yeah,
0: okay. Once again, here we King, go. King Kong versus Godzilla. Who you got?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who do you want running at
1: your least? <laughs>
0: How many times do I have to ask you?
1: <laughs> You've been asking me that twice a day for a week. Oh, <laughs> I saw a so you know, you're, you're, you're saying, you're saying you prefer Godzilla.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Let, let, let's be clear. Yeah, the, yeah the, let's la- be clear. The, the last person I want person yeah. I want to fight it is is King Kong. Okay, like if I have a choice, King Kong versus Godzilla. It's. A, I saw a video and it, you know you got that horrible for you tab on on X, yeah. formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, and. Uh, And I have to go on that at times because I think that's where they serve you the shit you actually want to read from the people you follow. All your good follows are on there and all your shit ones are on the um, following one. Anyway, and so from time to time you you see the most heinous things. And one of them was two silverbacks uh, in a zoo, grainy footage, fighting like throwing punches, like 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 haymakers at each other, and it, the the sheer velocity and weight behind the punches. Here, made bin, bin. you do not you do not want to be on the end of that. Now Godzilla lizard uh, uh, dinosaurs, admittedly lizards. It's time to freshen the palate of this show, right? Just let's just freshen. It's a lot of cricket talk. This is the sort of shit people are talking about. Hey, let us know in the comments. Godzilla, <laughs> King Kong. Where are we at now? Look, Godzilla, lizard. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's just a, <clears throat> a, a palate cleanser.
1: Do you ever get frustrated, Pezzy? You can't watch Godzilla versus King, King Kong. I can hope it, I do. It, <laughs> it, is, and, and, is that not clear? And certain live sports events because mm. they aren't being televised in your country. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a country that is showing that sports event or indeed Kong versus- uh, Godzilla. Godzilla, which, well, where are we looking at? Tokyo, we're we looking at for that? A Japanese city? Yeah, probably. King Kong did New York, didn't he? Yeah, famously. But Godzilla did, did the Japanese. Japan, Japan. well, yeah. yeah. Mm. Something to think Godzilla about. Godzilla Away. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch Godzilla Away, <laughs> use NordVPN and you won't miss a single bit of the action. <laughs> Uh, Being on the brink of a global recession, the world being a little bit crazy at the moment, I need to cut back on my spending and save some money, Pezza, while protecting myself online. With NordVPN, that helps me save money as well as protect me from cybercrime. I change my virtual location and sign up for a subscription service or services via other countries and pay a cheaper price, e.g. signing up to Netflix while virtually being in other places in the world is much cheaper than, say, the US or indeed the UK. Also, I can book flights and holidays via another country and pay less. So NordVPN Pezza essentially pays for itself.
0: Mate. Uh, you know what I would use NordVPN for right now if I had time and uh, and didn't want to be subject to an investigation yeah. um, is I would like to see what like Star Sports Cricket is showing now. Like do they uh, – and let us know in India if you can. But uh, like – or I could just use NordVPN and look myself. You could. But like has it reverted to just India winning white ball games against Australia? Because that's basically what's on when they're not actually playing
1: cricket or a World Cup final. Well, they won't need any highlights because I can just see what's going to happen on Thursday in the five-match series. You can grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to the custom URL through the episode show notes. I can tell you to right now. If you want to listen up, it's nordvpn.com forward slash TGC. You could have figured that one out for yourself. Nordvpn.com forward slash TGC to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, nordvpn.com forward slash what, PESA? TGC. Correct. India v. Australia T20 Series. There are five matches being played in 10 days. Put it in the bin! The matches are on Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday and Sunday. The last game is December 3 in Bangalore or indeed Bengaluru. Surikuma Yadav is the captain for India. Hardik Pandya might have been the captain, I suppose, had he been fit, but, of course, he has done his ankle and is still cooked. Guyquad is the vice captain for the first three games before Iyer comes back for the last two games. Uh, Sky, Ishan Kishan and uh, Krishna are the only players uh, that are playing the full series that were also in the World Cup. Uh, Aksar Patel, who missed the World Cup. He had a quad strain, as you might recall, Peza. He's also back. So India's squad is uh, Sky, Rinku Singh, Ravi Bishnoy, Guy Quad, Jatish Sharma, Ashdeep Singh, Ishan Kishan, Washington Sundar, friend of the show, Pradesh Krishna, uh, Jaiswal, Aksar Patel, Avesh Khan, Tilak Varma, Shivam Dube, Mikesh Kumar, and then Shreyas Iyer for the last two games so uh so that's their squad many of those people will recognize it from uh from from the uh well i guess like india's b team but also those superstars from the ipl um from an australian perspective matthew wades the captain as discussed previously david warner travis head Steve Smith, Glenn Maxwell, Matt Short, Marcus Stoinis, Tim David, Josh Inglis, Jason Berendorf, Sabah, Nathan Ellis, Spencer Johnson, Zorba and Tanvir Sanger. That means Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood, Marsh and Green are all being rested. Uh, they will be available to play in the last in the next week's Shield game if they want to do that. Though I'm going to put that in the wouldn't have thought so category. Though what is interesting, Peza, about Marsh and Green because at the moment Mitchell Marsh is Australia's number six in the uh, in the Test setup, uh, and Cameron Green uh, is the twelfth man at the moment. Uh, well, that's what it was the last Test match. So you know things can happen. Uh, Andrew McDonald is uh, is going to fly home. Uh, Borovec is. Uh, or Borovec is the assistant coach he's going to look after the team for the series so Michael DeVinuto took the reins in, in the South African series just before the World Cup when McDonald also took a break there but DeVenuto is also going to rest so Andre Berovec, um is going to be the coach of the side so that's what's happening. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, for people who might be expecting it or might not, uh, we are not going to be covering that series uh, as we have a whole bunch of things to get ready for for the, uh, for the Australian Summer Ahead, which starts in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, also preparing for our live tour around the country uh, as well as uh, just some mental freshness after recording nearly every day for the last two months and before that, the Ashes and before that, the IPL and before that, the Border Gavaskar Series and before that, the last summer. So, you know, always things happening. Before so, that, the T20 World Cup. Indeed. Yeah, fucking hell, no, forgot about that. Um, so, we're just going to call our jets by not covering this meaningless 5T20i series. Um, just coming up, uh, of course, around the corner is the Australia-Pakistan Test Series, which starts on December 14th. The first test is at... Uh, is in Perth at Optus Stadium there. So Muhammad Hafeez is the new coach of the team and team director of Pakistan. Uh, he played for Pakistan just even, even as recently as two years ago. Mickey Arthur had done both roles previously. He's obviously been let go. Hafeez has no coaching experience. Uh, he'll do the Australian tour and then Pakistan go to New Zealand in January for five T20s. Barbara Azam has resigned as captain from Pakistan. So Sean uh, from the Test side anyway, uh, Test and ODI and T20. Bubba was captain of all those, wasn't he? So Bubba Azam has resigned from captain against all formats. Sean Masood is the test captain now. Shaheen Afridi is a new T20 captain and ODI cricket doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Harris Ralph is out of the Pakistan test squad. Wahab Riaz, who is the new chief selector, uh, after uh, a whole bunch of changes in Pakistan cricket generally, as you can, um, uh, notice here. Uh, He's come out in these hammered Harris Route who's not apparently not wanting to play in the test series. This is via Danielle Rasul, via ESPN Crick Info. We spoke to Harris Ralph for this tour, Wahab said. When we spoke to him two days ago, he gave his consent to play test cricket for Pakistan. But last night he changed his mind and now he doesn't want to be part of this test series. I'm revealing this because we should be honest with officials, teammates and the public. We spoke to Harris and he was worried about his body and fitness as well as his workload. Muhammad Hafiz, the new coach, and I sat with him and tried to facilitate him in every way. We told him even if he didn't perform well there, we would accept it. Our physio spoke to him and said he wouldn't expect any issue or injury. Of course, there's fatigue, but we were sure we would have managed that very well. But he pulled out at the last moment and he made himself unavailable. I think this will hurt Pakistan cricket. ESPN Crick Info understands that Ralph views his exchange with Wahab very differently. A source close to the player revealed that Ralph had never committed to playing the test matches in Australia and confirmed his non-availability the previous night. He told Wahab he hadn't played much red ball cricket in the build-up and wanted to work on his white ball game as well as his fitness. This all bodes pretty pretty well, Pezza, for a fascinating test match summer of cricket in Australia given that uh, Naseem Shah is also out of that series and so Harris Ralph is now not available for that as well. So um, it's all looking a bit of a basket case <clears throat> for the test match summer. But, you know, it runs. Yeah. Uh, it, I think I recall last year, like, Travis Head
0: really upset he didn't get a triple hundred and said, you don't get those opportunities very often. I was like, oh, I don't know about that,
1: brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> five tests against Pakistan and the West Indies coming up for Australia this summer. Three, three Pakistan, two West Indies. That's right. Um,
0: yeah, all, all good century montages, drink it in. Um, I hope there's no bushfires this summer. Um, that's true. Let's, let's just enjoy a couple of montages
1: and, uh, and look forward to the next thing. Do you want to do the WBBL or the Sheffield shield next? Um, WBBL. All right. Uh, People would have seen this, but Meg Lanning has taken an indefinite break from the WBBL. This is less than two weeks after, of course, she announced the retirement from international cricket. Uh, Lanning uh, sat out Melbourne Stars' 15-run win over Brisbane Heat at the Junction Oval in Melbourne on Sunday due to personal reasons, with only two games left and the Stars to miss... Making the finals, Lanning's immediate future in the sport is uncertain. This is a coach from Jonathan Batty, uh, the star's coach. She's taken a few days out for some personal reasons, uh, he told Channel 7. We're reassured she's all okay, which is the most important thing, but we're giving her that time and space and respecting her privacy in what she needs to do. We're taking it on a game-by-game basis at the moment and we'll give her all the time she needs to make the decision. Uh, but she's definitely out for the next couple of games. There's only two games left for uh, every WBBL team except for um, Adelaide and Sydney Thunder, who I think playing today. So um, she may not play the rest of the season. So um, yeah, I suppose this this uh, this feeds into what we we're talking about last week. And uh, look, I suppose Jonathan Batty, the coach of the Melbourne Stars, there has said it best: that the most important thing is that she's okay, she's, and uh, they've been reassured that she is okay. Uh, but um, but quite clearly, there's there's, there's, there's some things going on. Uh, privacy has been respected and, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess from, from us here, then, uh, we wish her the absolute best. Totally. Yeah. You just want, um, the, the best of health for
0: Meg Lanning and whatever space she needs to, uh, you know, to to get better
1: yeah uh so to that end just give me an update on what's happening with the wbbl as i said there's two games left for everyone and the adelaide and sydney thunder who played today have got three games left uh so the brisbane heat have lost to both melbourne teams who were last and second last last to put them fourth in the table with two games left uh having played one game more than the strikers and thunder uh so so the heat now are fourth perth atop uh Adelaide are equal with Perth on the same amount of points with the game in hand. Sydney Thunder are one point less. Uh, so whoever wins that game is going to be uh, top. Uh, and then uh, the two Melbourne teams are last. Sydney had a tough loss uh, and are uh, sixth. Hobart are fifth and then the rest of the rest. Uh, so that's what's happening with the WBBL. I suppose uh, actually the highlight of the week has been uh, Aaron Burns' catch uh, that mm. you want to see in North Sydney Oval. And then it's... Uh, quite a reel she's got there. Quite a reel. Quite a reel. Instagram reel. Be real. What happened to be real? That was a real moment in time, wasn't it? Uh, the Sheffield Shield. Uh, give you a, uh, a rundown of the last couple of games. Tasmania beat New South Wales by an innings and one run, uh, starting a new run of losses for the New South Wales side. Uh, hundreds for Jake Doran, Bo Webster, Slug, and Brad Slugly. and Brad Hope batting at five, six, and seven for slug. Tasmania. Ollie Davies hit fifties in each innings from New South Wales after his hundred against uh, WA in the last game. So next game. So Tazzy and Tazzy are now top of the table. Scott Boland took eight wickets for Victoria to help beat Queensland at the MCG. He took four for 47 and four for 49 in the second dig. Queensland were batting for the draw in the second dig and had 12.4 overs overs left with two wickets in hand. But then Fergus O'Neill took two and two to win the game in absolute scenes. Uh, That keeps Queensland rooted to the bottom of the table. And then Western Australia jumped to second on the table after beating South Australia by two wickets. They were set 201 in the fourth innings and did it in 61 overs at the Wacker there. So that's what's happening with the shield. Uh, I didn't see like, I didn't see fucking huge numbers for, you know, guys like someone like a Marcus Harris, someone like a Cameron Bancroft, someone like a Will Bukowski. Uh, and I mean, Bowen Bond did some stuff, I suppose, but, uh, it was, a bit, it was a bit low end on the shield this week for you know blockbuster names doing doing huge mm. shit that I can then build a narrative around to sort of create a bit of hype. Yeah, for like for for the test against the West Indies in mid January. That's right. Yeah, yeah, in November. Yeah, yeah. said it right. was just it was just three games against uh, the other three teams where just six states just played against each other. Just, just played a game. Of, just played a game of cricket. And a couple of guys succeeded. Yeah. Yep. A couple that's of wins there. A couple of losses. Yep. And then we move on. In, in, yeah, I I don't, (laughs) World Cup winning week. Yeah, exactly, yeah. File eight wickets, good. Uh, All right, hashtag TGC. Hashtag AskTGC is brought to you by Ponting Wines. You can use the code getafew for 20% off at pontingwines.com.au. You can use the code getafew for 20% off at pontingwines.com.au. You know what, Pezza, I'm going to do? I'm going to go to pontingwines.com. Yeah, go for it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to my favourites tab. Enter, age verification. That's what I'm talking about. Our wines, the collection. Okay, what do you want to talk about today?
0: Uh, a deep red, a deep red. Give us a Shiraz or a, or a
1: Cab Sav. i got a Cab Sav. It's got the yeah. close of play. Can we do the, it's, a, it's a Cab Sav 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a quote from Ricky Ponting. You might remember him. Raising a glass with teammates at the close of play when the game was done and the crowd was gone, mm. they were special moments. They were the special moments, he says. Yeah. Do you ever play with anyone who drank wine in the dressing room? <laughs> I did. Oh, no, but I wish I did. I was too, like, I,
0: I'd like to, you know, I wish that I'd done that. wish I had the, like, kind of the, the capital to go, like, let's just have a glass of wine. I played cricket with a guy known to the show who um, turned up to a point of grey match once uh, with uh, straight from the circuit with his training shorts on, socks, shoes as expected, uh, and nothing but a sleeveless vest that was stained with
1: red wine. <laughs> <laughs> which was very funny. That's classy. That was uh that that, that was that was a very good moment. Well the Ponting Closer Play Cabernet Sauvignon 2022, mm. this is a wine that honors that tradition and is the perfect finale for any get together. Mm. This is from Ben Riggs who uh, is obviously making the wines with Ricky. Yeah, hey, Soft and silky in style. This oh, yeah. wine shows generous red berry fruits with touches of mint and clove. Langhorn Creek is famous for wines of pure drinking enjoyment and this is a wine of great character and style. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. It's a, it's a great drop. It, it really is it a is great a good drop. drop. Uh you know what, mate? At the end of this week, we're just gonna t- we're just gonna take a spell, yeah. Have a breather. You know what? There might be a closer play, yeah. in this studio, yeah. This that'd st- be nice. We're we're,
0: we're we're off from Friday, aren't we?
1: Or maybe a yeah, first, got, Maybe Thursday
0: evening. Yeah, I got a wedding on Friday. Maybe a little Thursday evening. To toast to, nice. uh, to toast to the World Cup and the campaign that's been. That's a good idea.
1: That's a good bean idea. bean lid. Do you want to read hashtag guys CDC or shall I? I'd he like tar- to read uh, uh, it.
0: This is from Manan. bye Good one. Speaking of yelling at the moment, just before we get into this, uh, Here we go. I believe we, we uh, for those who missed it, we commentated or live-streamed uh, the second innings of the World Cup final. Yeah. And we do, um, thankfully, due to the great people at Ponting Wines, have a fair amount of its stock. And we do we, – yes. perhaps we could actually offer idea. our next-door neighbour or our upstairs neighbour yeah, yeah, yeah. um, a couple of bottles of the Cab Sav close of play because yes. – uh, because we were fucking hooting and and hollering. There was some hooting and hollering. Yeah. Manan says, boys, as you know, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I work in the US and one of the people at work is Australian. Mm-hmm. I don't know him well, but I know he follows cricket from time to time. I've had a chat with him a couple of times when the Ashes were ongoing. So today I spot him and I can hardly contain my excitement. I go up to him and start talking about how India are in the final and how they're going to win. I talk about the magic of Jadeja and how Shami is from another dimension. How Rohit and Kohli are going to score centuries. He patiently listens, and I'm getting more and more pumped because I take his silence for nervousness and acquiescence to the inevitable. Finally, after my rant is over, he smiles and asks, that's great, so who are they playing in the final? (laughs) Who are they playing in the final? Who are they playing in the final? No matter what the result, we've been offered by you coats again. Is there anything worse than finding out everything you put your hope in and define yourself by is meaningless? This was supposed to be our coming out party, Mm -hmm. the official start to the Asian century. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to show all the colonial powers that we've arrived. We will show in front of all the cameras of the world that we have our pride and our self-confidence back. But it turns out that the camera we think we've been flexing into is a mirror and nobody else gives a shit. (laughs) Oh, my so nine. my question is this I don't have a question Fuck colonialism And fuck you too P.S. Yes, great show boys I'll be upping my Patreon contribution Hey uh, Worth pointing out mm-hmm. With India um, And I know some, some of the people from here who watch us are, are surprised to learn that we're Australian Which is fair enough I probably couldn't detect a uh, You know A, a, a Tamil accent uh, You know From a Northern Indian accent Yeah uh, So but you know, if we, Australia too were the um, uh, a country that suffered from colonialism as well, and still does. You know, India, great colonial farm, Australia colonial prison. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot for us to uh, to to agree upon. You know, who are we playing in the final? Oh no, I, I miss that. I'll go to Cr- Crick
1: Info. I think still does some stuff. <laughs> There's only one way to sign off this episode, PESA. And, and <laughs> no, 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 POSA. Yeah, and Bozer. Yeah. Mark, Mark my, my Bosnich. Two losses, nine wins. Nine-two. Fuck off.